Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 99. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's that time of the week again, my friends. (laughs) What time is that? It's time to talk technology and business. Yeah. Here on Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And uh, my name is Andy Traub. And we're here to groove and move. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not good for podcasting, <laughs> FYI. Hey, let me just let me just say that uh <laughs> jeff says i feel dirty just listening chat i hey, feel dirty too jeff thank you hey i i, I um w- this is just my reminder that andy you've got one week to find her i know music. i know i know i know i know i know we have to find new music all right it's on my it's it's on my high rise in the future list i have to change it to um you know, <laughs> to, to not tomorrow <laughs> all right literally so, it's like do later list is it yeah, we've talked about this. It's the do before Jesus comes back list. Oh, yeah, I've got that list too. Ask later. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I, it's, I'm about ready to move some st- things over to ask Jesus for forgiveness for not doing these things <laughs> after the rapture list. You know, I feel guilty about this because you're not going to do it. Yeah. Just, yeah. All right. It's so, on for tomorrow. so Andy, Traub, Andy Traub, business up, technology. Man? Dude, I am so pumped up. You know what I bought last night? Mm, a Kindle? Yes, I did. <laughs> a, fi- a fire? I am so excited. The a new fire? Kindles. No, I did not buy a fire. Okay. No. Did, did, don't did say you? it like I'm an idiot. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean to say it like you're an idiot. I, but no. I, 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 the, re- the same reason I'm not all that excited about a fire is the same reason why I love my Kindle and why I, I didn't just sit by with my iPad and read books on it. Yeah. Because it's You a, got to touch one, right? I did. I did. Yeah, totally, it's worth the other twenty bucks to get the touch. Yes, I think so. Because well, twenty, right? Is it, am I right? Did I, I, I do that right? I don't know. I, well, I, there's a touch. I got the big one. I got the ninety nine and a one forty nine. I got the one forty nine. Okay, that's got the 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 free three G. Yes. Yeah. So I got I got the th- a free three G, and um, I wanted to be able to just because there have been times when I've been out. And I want a book and I'm like, oh, I need to go find a Wi-Fi spot, Wi-Fi spot so I can go buy that book. Yeah. And so now I won't ever have to worry about that. But you um, uh, you need to like check email. I know you wouldn't do this, but I, 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 when I was in uh, the emergency room, gosh, it was about two, three months ago now. Um, and I, all I brought was my Kindle just to sit there and read. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, I just had some heart pain. It wasn't like my arm was like falling off or something, but I had some chest pain. And so... I was like, well, this is more annoying than anything, but I'll just bring my Kindle and read. And I was sitting there and I got bored enough that I wanted to like update Facebook and tell people that I wasn't dying or something. So right. it's, it's not it's not enjoyable, but you can get on the net on a Kindle. Yes, you can. Uh, if you need to. And I needed to. Well, so. the, uh, the one thing I'll say um, is I did get the one with the special, what, what do they call them? The ads uh, the, with the special something? Yeah, the local specials or whatever. Yeah, well, they call it. Um, they have actually have a name. It's it's with something, you know, Kindle with something. So you got the one with ads. I got the one with ads, and I actually I'm looking forward to it. Do you want to know why? Hit me. Because I hate 
the static, silly screensavers they give me on my Kindle. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I am please, sick please of looking at these people. Versus some guy that I don't know. I would yeah. so rather have an ad than this this crazy, especially the one with all the different fish. And there's this one fish that looks like a snake. I'm like, seriously? There's only one screen saver on the Kindle that I like. And it's the one that's actually the Kindle logo. And, and, and oh, you know what? No, and I like the printing press one. Mm. I kind of like that one. So maybe there's two screen savers on there. But uh, special offers. Thank you, chat room. Uh, Kindle with special offers. I'd much rather see special offers, and maybe it'll even show me. Oh wow, one eighty nine. Well, I didn't even know there was a price point for without special offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really pushing that. Yeah, but still, I mean, the thing is, is that um, the why did I want a new Kindle? Well, I've been waiting for the new Kindles to come out, but um, I do a lot of, or I I would, and I want to do more of reading and sharing what I'm reading to my Twitter account that at twitter.com slash cliffs Kindle. And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't nearly take as many notes as I'd like to and tweet as much as I'd like to, because it's so painfully, you know, difficult at times to get those keys exactly the way that you want them on mm-hmm. that little tiny plastic keyboard. And I love that they're getting rid of that and they've gone to this touch interface. And I have no doubt that I will be able to touch type uh, using that interface much faster, and and not to mention the fact that it's it, it's a it's a faster processor. So I'm looking fa- forward to faster page turns. Uh, th- that's pretty important to me, because and the reason why it's important to me is I don't know about you, Andy, but I read like an old man, uh, and what I mean is that my text is real big. Mm. So I, I turn your page more often. I I'm my, looking at the Kindle lighted case. Yes, and the new one. Yep, and um, they've improved on that. I, by golly. I pre-ordered that as well because I know that I love the how Amazon puts those cases together. Wow. Dude, that's have you seen the layout of the new one? No. I'm going to put a link. It's not even a photo link, but uh, not there's anything wrong with those. Uh, check that out. Those are, it's like it sets inside of it. It kind of wraps around it. You don't have to do the... Let's oh, let me take a look. I'm not sure the connection, but I think you literally sort of set it in there. Oh, Anyway, nice. we're talking about the Amazon Kindle... A uh, new lighted case, which I... The irony is that you're spending $140 and then you're spending another 60 on a case. But uh, it's sort of like a car without tires to me. It's not very useful. So, yeah. Well, well, here's man. the thing. The, the question is, is how valuable is the information that you're consuming? And I found... Pretty darn valuable. Exactly. And I found that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading. Uh, you know, this isn't something... I mean, I bought my Kindle 3 not knowing how much I, I was really going to use it, but I thought I would use it. And by golly, I'm consuming, I, I'm, I'm consuming two or three books at a time right now. Yeah. And, and have ever, ever since, I have ever since fallen in love with my Kindle. And, and, and I, I am, I've been waiting for one. And I've been waiting for a Kindle so that I can give my daughter my Kindle. And I'm <laughs> looking forward to giving Matthew Stephanie's Kindle. I'm really, really glad that my wife likes the Kindle because then I might have some hope of actually giving her mine and getting another one. Yep. So, no, and, and I, I'm glad we actually started the show off on this minor tangent. Minor. Yep. Oh, no, uh, this is business technology, man. I know. I, I But uh, my, I, this, this conversation for today is because of uh, it, it, it spawned in me, you know, thinking about tablets, thinking about how we use them, what we'd use them for. Uh, in business and in life, and Kindle obviously just, I should say, Amazon just came out with the Kindle 
uh, Fire, which is a tablet, uh, yep. does some some much you know a lot more tablet functions than just the the normal Kindle reading device. Um, and it, it got me thinking. And I had a, a friend in my office with he actually is the one who uh, is in charge or, or, or is the founder of um, a meso the, the co working space I'm in, and he's a realtor and. Uh, he was. Uh, we had a conversation yesterday about Evernote and how he could use it with his uh, business uh, as a realtor. And, and so I talked to him about, you know, creating a template. So every time he went into a house and he has an iPad too, how he could take pictures and fill out details around the house and, and add a map link and things like that. So uh, the the conversation that I wanted to have for at least part of the show today is some best business practices. For those who who would want to or considering using a, a tablet, and I'm not I'm not really um, going to be able to speak to uh, tablets other than the iPad because that's when I have the most experience with iPad and iPad 2. Um, I'm sure there's some other ones that would would connect with this uh, Android tablets, but um, if if I make it sound like I'm only talking about the iPad, it's probably because that's the only one I have experience with. So yeah, I you know the the kin the the Kindle Fire. I think that uh, for those who don't want to spend the amount of money that a, an iPad cost and the things that you'd want to do on the kind, on a tablet would be this idea of having um, email, calendar, and stuff like that. I, th- I think that that's going to suffice. I, I, I mean, they, they didn't show off email or calendar, but it is running Android. And I know that they actually have a shell running over top of it, so you don't get full f- full featured stuff. But right. I mean, if they've got they've got apps, and if they've got games like Angry Birds and all this other jazz, there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to have a calendar, an email client, and all that yeah. other stuff. So, so at least you'll have that. Sure. Yeah. And for for one ninety nine, it's a it's a pretty sweet deal. Now, is the one the one ninety nine is not three G though, is it? No, that's not even an option. Yeah. So they don't have a three G version. It's just Wi Fi. But yep. still, I mean, and, and uh, you know, it's, I was listening to some tech pundits over there at uh, uh, Tech TV and um, Tech TV. Listen to me, twit.tv. But, yep. but anyway, I was listening to Leo and some other people and it's like, I, I, I love what they say. You know, this isn't about being an iPad killer. This is just about having an option that if people want to buy this, that's cool. We just need we just need to have a device that we control that if people want to, we, we want to give them an affordable option that doesn't have all those other bells and whistles, but but an affordable option to consume our content that they buy from us, whether it be books, whether it be movies, whether it be TV shows, whether it be wanting, they, they just want to be able to shop our website. We, we, we want to give that option. And, and I love what they say is that Amazon probably could care less whether or not you buy an iPad or a or a Kindle Fire. They they probably could care less which one you choose, as long as as long as they can have you as a customer interacting with the materials that they provide to you. Yeah, I mean, I remember, and this is sort of random. I don't know if I ever told you this, but right before the iPad came out, I was tweeting out about it, and I think I sent a tweet out that had, well, I know I did because otherwise they wouldn't have reached out to me. It said something to the effect of. If the iPad, because right when the iPad was coming out, they didn't know if the Kindle app was going to be on it or not. Do you remember that? Uh, I, no. Say that again. But right when the iPad was coming out, the very first iPad, it was. We still didn't know if they were going to allow Amazon to have a Kindle app. On oh it. yes, I do remember that, and okay. I remember saying that I probably wouldn't buy this thing if it didn't have the Kindle. Exactly. App. Exactly. So I said that on Twitter. Someone from the Wall Street Journal called me and said, "Can we get a quote 
about that. Huh. I didn't get quoted in the story. I mean, they just asked me about it, and I, my quote didn't make the story the next day or week or whatever. But uh, I, I think that, that, you know, and Seth Godin's written about this, and other people have written about it, but these devices, because the hardware has become so much less expensive, uh, and an example of this is I actually sent out a tweet, I think it was last week, and it got retweeted a lot because it's this really funny link to an ad from Best Buy in 1996, uh-huh. which doesn't sound that long ago, but it was when I was a senior in high school. And it has like, you know, $2,500 PCs, you know, and, and um, uh, you know, DVD players or CD players for $150, you know, like boom boxes. I mean, yeah. it's just this crazy price. Well, you think about 1996 and that was $2,500 back then. You know, if, if I don't know, I'm not great at inflation and all that other jazz, but man, that's probably about 3500 or 4000 today. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah, and for what you got, I mean, it's just, I mean, comparable. I mean, obviously, you didn't know, but... Yeah, you, yeah that was the best somebody, that they had back Somebody then. wrote, uh, yeah, I bought one of those, and I said, you should have bought Apple stock, and just, you know, waited. So, yeah. but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But the the point is, and you make a great one, Cliff, is that Amazon, sure, they'd love to sell you a Kindle or a Kindle Fire, but Amazon makes more money for me uh, from a content basis than Apple does, and I own an Apple device. Right. Because, and yes, I own a Kindle, too. But I'm using my Apple device to buy, uh, uh, to buy Amazon uh, content, right. and, and not just content, but cheap content for them, or much cheaper than a print book. Yeah, you know. So I, you know, that I, I really like competition. I really like that they've entered the market. Uh, I'm thinking about a fire for my kids, uh, in light of the fact that they really like playing Angry Birds and watching Netflix shows. So for 200 bucks, I don't think there's a device out there that. It fits much better. I do want to kind of get my hands on it and, and see how durable it is before I turn it over to them. But it'll be interesting. I don't know if I'll jump on one right away or I'll wait for the next version or whatever. Right. Um, but I like I like that it's out there. It's not an iPad killer by any means. Right. Uh, I think they're trying to be right. Well, let me... I, I know that you want to talk about best practices for tablets. Uh, sure. Or best business practices for tablets. And uh, I think it'll be an interesting conversation because as far as I'm concerned... Um, my recommendation at this point is that really I don't see a need to ever buy an iPad. What's that? I don't see I don't see a need for an iPad in business anymore. Because? Because they have this thing called the MacBook Air. It, it's awesome. Yeah. It is. I mean, because before I had my MacBook Air, the idea of the the idea of the iPad that really interested. I mean, okay, I, I'll I'll argue even against my own point, but. I mean, it's nice to have a 10-hour battery life. Let me tell you. That, that's really yeah. cool. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. We, we, think it's, we think iPads are cool, but other people, there's still a real wow factor for a lot of people with iPads. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and again, for you and I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a fr- real need in my business. I mean, I could get away with having, not having an iPad. But for the industries that we're going to mention, I do think that you could really... Um, you could really differentiate yourself, really separate yourself from the competition by creating a better and more unique user experience by using an iPad in your industry. And some of these are industries that I've been a part of that very simple things would just separate you by, by miles from your competition. All right. So, so let, me, let me jump in. Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. Well, the first one's realtors because I, I you know, there's a, there's a, a friend here, um, that again works and founded uh, the co-working space I'm in, uh, which is at workmeso.com, uh, M-E-S-O. 
and his name's Josh. And you know, Josh does paperless transactions as a realtor. So instead of the you know stacks and stacks and stacks of paper we're used to, he has an iPad and you know the the proper uh, you know interface uh, and programs to be able to sign your signature and and off it goes. But right. the idea that I could drive around my realtor and and he he or she could show me on the map here's where we're at here's where the school is here's where this other house is here's where you are here's where the mall is you know I do that with a 3G and, and then also you know we sit outside the house and say okay before we go in just real quick here's what the pictures of the house look like and now let's go in I mean that user experience another thing I I made note of is a lot of these things I think are necessary to have 3G if we're going to be mobile at all. Yes. It's not a huge deal. We're not talking about streaming video, so you know it's not that expensive. But the other is let the let your clients and customers drive the iPad. I mean, there's just something kind of cool about holding it in your hand if you're not used to it. Right. Uh, and again, it's about creating a customer experience. You don't do things just because they're cool. You do it because you want to help sales and help your customer have a better experience. But I think realtors could really separate themselves because I, I just as in in my area anyway, most of uh, realtors that I have interaction with are pretty technologically um, slow. Right. You know, that they, they're sending out e-newsletters that have recipes instead of things that have something to do with their actual market, you mm-hmm. know, or yep. they don't have their own websites. They're not sharing their own opinion. They're not building their own personal brand very well. They're sort of using the old model uh, of a promotion, you know, putting out in the newspaper, things like that. They're not building tribes and they're not, they're certainly not using a lot. There's a couple actually doing a great job, but, you know, using Twitter effectively or Facebook and adding value to people. And, and so I, I really think that realtors, because so much of what they do is uh, location and um, it's visual and, you know, there's so much information you're going through house after house after house, uh, you know, when you're shopping. I mean, so many people, if you're going to go buy a house, what are you going to do? You're going to go pick up a magazine at your local supermarket? No, you're going to get on the web, right? right? So that's how people are looking then by the time they get to you, if they if they want to have, a, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. I don't know if it's contiguous, but it's a you know a continuation of their experience as they looked for it so far. It was sort of jolting for me because I went from we were looking at the house last time, everything was on the net, to suddenly they're printing off the stuff and saying, "Here are these pictures." I'm going, "This is kind of lame compared to what I've been doing before." <laughs> Do I need you? You know, right? You want people to use the same kind of tools. You want to use the same tools as your customers are. You know, mm-hmm. if it's going to help the buying experience. So I think realtors have a great, uh, a great opportunity uh, right now to separate themselves from other people in the industry. Uh, I, and obviously, same a lot of trees too. I can see that in sales. You know, and and you know, if I if if I was going into customers' homes and and I wanted to demonstrate a product or or something like that to to have some preloaded presentations with maybe movie clips, uh, presentation to show pictures and slides and diagrams of how this you know looks and feels in certain as you know and how this would look in the average kitchen or something like that or whatever the case may be um i yeah i I definitely i can see that and and i can see the appeal and i could see the the value of having that being displayed to a client on an ipad that they're just sitting there holding in their hand comfortably versus saying hey here look at my my laptop, even though the MacBook Air is light and, and and super thin and all this other stuff, and it's got its own little cool wow factor, it's still they're they're looking at a laptop, where at, which basically means that they're you know they, there's a big huge keyboard in front of them, there's this other stuff, and it's kind of like well gosh I'm 
I feel like I'm looking it into somebody else's, you know, private workspace area, if that makes yeah. sense. Whereas yeah. with an iPad, it's like, hey, full screen. This is this is just what he wants to show me, and boom, I'm I'm engaged with it. So I, I definitely get that, and I can see not just realtors, but but also you know with with average salespeople. I love the idea, and I and I think I've seen this before in an airport where there was this restaurant where the menu was on iPads. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that would be cool. I didn't sit down and go into that restaurant, but but I I tell you, it it, it still has an, a I, I can actually visually still see that in my mind, mm-hmm. and, and and those kind of things are cool. For me though, I, I I still I can't imagine where it might be useful for me, but but that's because I do most of my stuff here at the house, and right. and most of the time when I'm going out with somebody, I'm going hands on to do something for them, and I'd rather have a keyboard so I can type extremely yeah. fast. Yep. And yep. and or I'm going to a conference where I'm speaking and I'd rather have full blown keynote than yeah. than a super light version. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and just to speak to that, I, I agree that, you know, some people are like, oh, I can type just as fast on the screen as I can as on a keyboard. And you, I think, I, well, I'll, I'll, let me finish. I'll let me finish. Bury and I would say you don't type very fast. Exactly. I'll <laughs> bury them. Because I, and here's the thing, if that's true, you know, great, that's fine. But what I would say is get you know, get the wireless keyboard and get the $30 stand and, you know, you know, get at, get at it that way. You know I mean? Use, use the, use the Bluetooth keyboard uh, if you really want to. I mean, that's what I was telling Josh as we were talking about this yesterday. I said, you know, I would get, I would take your wireless keyboard along and if you need to sit there and type up something, you can type it up versus kind of tap, tap, tap. Because again, if it's about the customer experience, you want to, you know, get notes correctly then, or you want to go sit in your car and take notes. Um, you know, and we were talking about this, and this is just sort of a sidebar, but using Evernote, that app, in order to create a template that you would then fill in for individual houses that you're listing or whatever it might be, uh, that, or taking a, a client and saying, here's what they like, here's what they don't like, number of bedrooms, space, yard, kids, whatever it might be, but having a, a template in there that you could go in and, you know, fill it out for each one of your clients and to reinvent the wheel, so creating systems and the great thing about Evernote is, let's just say, you're, you're, you know, Josh is helping me find my next house, and he also has an iPhone, he has an Evernote app on there, and he drives by a house and he says, oh, this is a great one, or whatever you want, you know, he, he, he has a map, he's going to go check out 10, he can take his iPhone and take pictures and attach it to my, uh, to my note, uh, and which is what you call the individual files in, in Evernote, and you can use his iPhone, well, that's all going to sync, you know, that's the great thing, is it, there's so much of this cloud technology that it's going to sync through that app to his iPad and he can actually share that note with me, you right. know, through a, through a URL. So again, this is kind of detailed that we're kind of getting kind of deep into the, well, and, uh, and, the and I, you know what? I'll probably think a lot differently once iCloud comes out and it, and it does further syncing without a bunch of voodoo magic that you have to go through to, <laughs> uh, to, to get all the documents to sync between your, yeah. your computer yeah. desktop. You know, iOS five uh, five is going to be uh, amazing. I am pretty sure. I'm excited about the speech part of it. Yeah, frankly. That's, the, that's the thing I'm I'm most excited about. And 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 the the iPad three. You know, when the iPad three comes out, I'll probably get a, probably get excited. But yeah. Uh, yeah, very cool. Your kids will get excited too. Yes, they will because they'll Cause get an, an iPad. iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I'd say realtors are a big one. I, I, the other group that I think is. And I'm speaking from experience here. For a while, I did sales for countertops and uh, also for painting, house interior and exterior painting. And the number one thing I did to get 
people to say yes was I showed up when I s- said I was going to. That, sort of that industry of contractors and painters and you know installers of countertops things like that. And and I'm not I'm not there's not a blanket statement without research. I can tell you from my experience, right, that just showing up when you say you're going to goes a long way. And it's because a lot of those people are running their own business and they're at jobs and they're trying to do bids at the same time so they just don't show up on time or they don't call back on time, things like that. But I can just tell you that so much of what I was trying to do was visual. Here's some jobs we've done. And we'd have these four by six pictures and, or eight by tens. And it just, if you could actually show a before and after with a slideshow on an iPad, I mean, it does not, it takes you one job as a painter to pay for that iPad. Yeah. And all we're doing is just, we're just talking about loading them up in the photos app. I mean, that's all I'm talking about with painters. Yeah. And I'm not talking about people sign their contracts and, you know, that, I'm just saying painters and contractors in general to be able to say, oh, well, we did a kitchen like that. Let me go pull up this photo album of the Johnson's kitchen and show you what we did when we, this is, here's our options for sinks or lighting or whatever it might be. And I, I just think that you can really separate yourself. And again, if you're not a contractor, if you're not a, a, a realtor, I, I want you to try to, you know, as we do with all of our tips here, it's, it's not about Gmail for specific to podcasters. It's about Gmail as a tool for whatever your business is. So as you're hearing this, I would love to know, is, is, did, we, did we help you think of something? You know, is there, is there something new that you would consider for your business or maybe your consultant and you're going to go turn our ideas and, consult with, you know, paint all the painters in town and teach them how to use iPads. I mean, I don't know what it might be, Cliff, but I just think that this tool is underutilized by a lot of people. It's not, it can be a toy. It certainly can be, but I also think it can be really used as a tool. And I didn't even, I'm not even going to get into the medical field. I mean, there's a company in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that's making millions of dollars because they're making, uh, uh, I'm not, client's not the right word, patient information accessible uh, through iPads for these doctors. So then I'm sure carry around these big folders everywhere they go, you right. know? Um, so there, there's a lot of different industries, I think, that could really be helped by using this. And again, I think probably the most important thing I want people to know is that because the device is so, it's still unique. I know they're much more common than they used to be, but it's still such a unique experience that getting it in your customer's hands, I think, is really going to be... Um, really key to that interaction yeah and get a good case because they might drop it (laughs) get a good case (laughs) i love it so let's see here the next thing that you have in here is what is what's the best task to handle for your business on your mobile device you you brought this up last week yeah and uh, i still haven't given it a whole lot of thought um be honest with you i'm trying to do less and less I, I, I think I'm, is it possible that I could potentially become a Luddite when it comes to technology? <laughs> because, you know, the, I, I'm trying to free myself from my business when I'm not working on my business. And I'm trying to leave my business at my business as much as possible these days and, and get out and enjoy life when I'm out enjoying life. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm halfway at the point where I'm, I'm, I've almost gone in and completely erased my mail settings out of my phone. Yeah. Well, and that's why I asked the question because, you know, I, I have had very poor boundaries as of late when it comes to email at home. And it's because for me, you know, I have uh, an iPod and an iPod touch and it, it does everything I need to do other than phone calls uh, when I'm around a Wi-Fi signal. And 
So I've got this, you know, I've got the internet in my pocket. So I'm checking the news and checking my Google Reader and, you know, all of these things that, that can distract me. And there's always going to be new information out there. It's never a short of information to sit there and read or Kindle, my Kindle app or whatever it might be. Um, only the, I only play Angry Birds on the bus when mm. I went home from work. A little release. Right. Uh, but, yeah, there, I, I do think there are some things. I mean, I, I, I would say the Evernote app is one that I'm really trying to utilize more because one of the things I can do with it instead of typing is I can take a voice note on it and attach it to a note. Um, take, take a voice memo and attach it to a note uh, within a certain folder. So, for instance, I have a lot of ideas that pop in my head for different podcasts that I produce. And instead of trying to tap them out, I'll just go to Evernote and add a voicemail, you know, note to uh, sort of that folder uh, of ideas or that project. That's that's really been helpful to me. But, you know, some people think, you know, their iPhone is a tremendous blessing. And for those who I think we're mobile, it is. I'm still trying to figure out if I need one, you know, after all these years. Because I just, you know, I just... Um, I'm just getting by really, really well. But it's one of those things where I, you don't know you need it until you have it. Um, and I'm not sure if that's the case or not. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm getting ready to go to Chicago. And I definitely would not want to go away for the weekend and not have my iPhone. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and of course, I'll be taking my Virgin Mobile MiFi card and my MacBook Air. And and it, it's going to be an amazing thing. But, man, I'll tell you what, this technology stuff, you know, there there are times when... Sometimes I wish I didn't have an iPhone. I, you know, when I, when I'm local and I'm and I'm not out traveling for business, there are times when you know I I I'd almost rather just. And matter of fact, there have been a couple times that I just I just leave my phone somewhere else. I, I'll I'll leave it in the office and I'll mm-hmm. I'll walk out with it. And and boy, I'll tell you what, there are times when man, if if I walked away from my phone for you know five minutes, I start to having withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are times now where, you know what, I, I don't need it. Matter of fact, Stephanie just brought me my phone. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny because I left it in the car. You know, oh. and, and it's not a bit. And, and for me, that used to be a huge deal. And I love the fact that it's not anymore. That yeah. technology, I, I, I know that I have the ability to be connected 100% of the time. But I just love the fact that I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I used to think that I had to because, well, that's who I am. That's what I do. People have instant on-demand access to me. But the thing is, is I, I, I think I shared it with you, but two weeks ago, I, I completely burned out and I was just like, mm. I was toast. Right. And I, I need to not be available sometimes. Right. And I think what's, what, is, what is safe to say about, and again, the, the original question is, what are the best tasks to handle on for your business on your, on your mobile device? And sometimes it's zero, <laughs> you know, uh, there are certainly some that are great, but you know, I think if I did not have an iPod, that I would have a. I won't say, I'm going to start over. If I did not have an iPad, I would have a better relationship with my kids and wife when I go home. Yeah. Just period. Yeah. Just that, that's not. I, I was. I started by saying I think, but it's I know <laughs> I, that I would. It's a distraction. I I know that if I if I went to do anything with my family, if I did not have my phone, I'd be a better dad. Mm-hmm. If I if I went out to dinner with my wife and I didn't have my phone, I'd be a better husband. Is this an anti business tech weekly? I you know I, no, it's not. I th- I think this is exactly what this show should be about. Sometimes talking about because we I mean how long have we gone on about how much you know we feel like we need this, we need this, we want this, and 
and stuff yeah. like that. And here it is. It, it sometimes it's just getting in the way of the. It, it gets in the way of the most important things. Yeah. And 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 I'm not saying you know I I, I never want to use the thing, but man, there are sometimes I just wonder. And you know, I'm sitting there watching a TV show. My wife says, "Hey, will you watch this with me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll watch this movie with you." And you know, by the time the movie's over. I've interacted with 30 or 40 different people on Twitter and I haven't even been paying attention to the movie. And Stephanie goes, Oh, Mm. did you see that? And I'm like, no. Mm. And it's like, dude, that sucks. Yeah. How horrible is that? It's pretty horrible. It is. (laughs) And I'll I'll tell you because I don't think that there's, um, to, to me, I, I, I try to convince myself there's a gray area. There's a place in between, or I can be present in person, but also interacting with uh, my device. And the reality is it's sort of like you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're either married or you're not married. And I think for me, it's either I'm on my device or I'm not on my device. I, I can't be on my device and also with my wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, emotionally because, uh, and, and this is just, maybe it's when you're in, you know, take this out of your family and, and expand it to you in a meeting. You know, what are your meetings like if you turn off your devices? You know, how different are they? <laughs> right. You know, they're, they're very different. And, and again, it's not, it's not about the tool. It's about what the, you get done with the tool. And, and, and go ahead. I want to I bring some balance to this, the, you know, this, this feelings that I've had with my technology lately and, and tell you that Saturday night, my, we did some, something extremely amazing. We went away for just one night and I rented a cottage out in the woods over in uh, Cumberland Falls here in Kentucky. It's about a three and a half, it was about a three hour drive away. And I used my iPhone, for, you know, TomTom GPS, uh, you know, put on the little suction cup holder on the window and it, it gave us the directions exactly, you know, where we were going to be there. I used my phone. There were a couple times when we stopped, um, I would look at my email and I saw a cl- uh, one of my clients had purchased some one of my digital products and was having trouble downloading the PDF document. So mm-hmm. right from my phone, I was able to open up Dropbox and I was able to then send that over to my, uh, um, hold on, I'll pull it up here so I can tell you the AirShare. Is that what it's called? No, it's not what it's called. It is. Might be. Yeah, it's AirSharing. So I can't, from what I know, I can't take a PDF document and just email it from Dropbox folder. If I, yeah, I don't think so. so Not unless you're on your computer. Right, you right, right. But I'm talking about, fr- this is from my cell phone while we were at Starbucks. So right. I, I, opened up Dro- I opened up Dropbox. I, I've got my PDF doc, all my digital product t- PDF access documents there. So I said, okay, here, send this or save this to air sharing. And so I, I, I did that. And then I opened up air sharing and that application on my phone let me send that PDF document attached as an e- or attached to an email, and I was able to say, "Here, here's the PDF document. I'm so sorry that you've experienced some problems." And boom, right. you're good to go. Right. And <laughs> and 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 then we got to our place where where we were staying, and guess what? Zero hmm. Wi-Fi. And not only was there zero Wi-Fi, but there wasn't even. Not a data connection. There wasn't even a cell phone signal where we were. Wow. And it was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. That, well, my I'm friend. Glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you can put it in the right, um, in its right place because it, it I, I certainly don't want to live my life without technology. 
Right. I absolutely need to live my life at times without technology. Exactly. I, I don't want to do business without it, but sometimes I just need to not do business. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes life is about more than what our work is. Did I yeah. just did I just say that? Who was that? <laughs> we can edit we can edit that out. Oh yeah, we need to edit that out. This will never make the final cut. It's yeah. Fine. You'll never yeah. you'll never hear this. Andy, it's always fun talking with you, my friend. Yes, my friend. Good. And I'm um, glad things are going well for you. Uh, by the way, appreciate uh, your prayers and the prayers of our listeners. We are the tribes are uh, due. I'll, I'll, I'll step back. My wife is due. Okay, I don't want people like saying you're not due. My wife is due in two weeks uh, with baby number three. So uh, we usually go about a week overdue. Uh, so it's now the new standard. So we'll say three weeks. But appreciate your prayers for comfort and um, and uh, health for uh, the whole family as we get closer to uh, little Cliff or little Stephanie. We haven't decided what we're going to call it yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Those are beautiful names. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. Yes, we will definitely keep you in our prayers over here. You, I think you guys are the final co-host to have uh, <laughs> baby GS or GSPN babies. That's right. We got we got baby biting, baby Fisher, and now baby Trob on the way. Baby, biting. I love it. I love it. Yes. Alrighty. Well, Andy, I think that you've got an appointment or something that you've got to go do, right? Yeah, I've got a going to go run and uh, I've got an appointment coming up. But um, would what, what, uh, encourage folks to go over to takepermission.com. I just did an interview with Ziggler, Zig Ziglar's son, Tom. Um, great, great chat about um, living in the, the shadow of a, of a great father and building your own legacy and um, just some, some great life stuff, kind of what we talked about today. So I encourage folks to go check that out and just say thanks for listening and being a a GSPN Plus member, especially if you're in that group. Awesome. Um, it's been a blessing. Indeed. And uh, I've got a, something I want to plug here as well, and that is atcpodcast.com. It stands for About the Church. And I strongly encourage you to check out episode number 122, titled How to Win at Life with Money. <laughs> it's a good episode, I promise. That's, good. That's a good title. Well, so... If the episode is as good as the title, I'll be I'll be happy. There so. you go. Well, it, the title comes from a good friend of mine who actually did a sermon titled "How to Win at Life with Money," and uh, we actually did we played the that sermon with our commentary. You can check it out atcpodcast.com, episode number one hundred twenty-two. Andy, take it easy, my friend. All right, God bless, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>